What's up, y'all? You're listening to Husker Hop Radio. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And if you're looking for more fun, head on over to Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter and follow us at Husker Hop Radio. Uh-huh. Oh, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 37 of the Husker Hype Radio Podcast. I'm Eddie Rosenthal, joined as always by Aaron Warsfold, Dr. E-Rock back after last week. And folks, a friend of the pod here, please welcome Anton Kariff. Thanks guys for having me. It's good to be here. Um, Fucking love the Huskers. Let's go. Anton, a little bit about yourself. Um, Anton and I were freshman roommates in college. Yep, so I was born a woman back in 1985 uh, and recently transitioned four years ago and i'm a happy man and he loves the huskers as well i love the huskers huskers mean to you anton you know the huskers mean being woken up at 8 a.m at 6 the huskers mean what's the best way to put this waking up at 7 a.m on a saturday hung over in my dorm with Eddie doing fucking blow off chicks tits, screaming about the Huskers before they play at 11 a.m., drinking 18 beers, and then maybe winning, maybe losing, but either way, Eddie's gonna have a shitty night. Win or lose, we booze. That's a, that's a great thing to say. I love that. Yes. Yep. Um. Yeah. And then E Rock, we got E Rock back. Uh, yesterday, last week, Aaron and I talked about the defensive breakdown. E Rock wasn't there. And we were saying it's because Iraq was beating the shit. Iraq, do you want to uh, kind of redeem yourself and tell us what actually was happening? Let I just fell asleep, know? boys. I uh, we got a little mixed up with the time on the pod in the week. Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be South Carolina. It's my fault here. You know, I'm a t- I'm, I'm a team guy, so I fucked up. So fell asleep. You, were, you weren't beating your meat. Uh, not at the time, no. But okay. maybe before, maybe after when I woke up. Yeah, you know, just kind of mix it in. Okay, right on. You know, just giving an. Outside of perspective here, because uh, I wasn't there for that. It definitely looks like you probably beat your meat during that. During yeah, that I'm gonna say he did too. I I agree with that one. <laughs> during that during that time span, <laughs> looks like like just based off your eyes, it looks like you definitely beat your meat during that time span. Yeah, he's like hands up. My bad. I wasn't jacking off. I was sleeping at <laughs> eight o'clock at night. I definitely wasn't jacking off. Yeah, hey, You're I just, just fell asleep. You got a Tommy Frazier jersey on right now? What, what are we rocking here? This is a new Riola jersey. No way. Wow. No, if he doesn't wear 15, I wasted 100 bucks. But hopefully he wears number 15. You got Riola on the back of that? Yeah. What if What if he's one of those guys that get a top 10 number or like a, Sick. a single digit number? I'll buy another one. Fucking NIL, baby. That's true. That's true. I love that. There we go. <laughs> Folks, let's get into it. Let's talk. What we're going to be doing today is ranking the Big Ten Conference, and then after that, ranking the Power Five Conferences as a whole. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit uh, strictly Husker news. Dylan Riola, Carter Nelson played in the Polynesian Bowl, as well as Preston Tuamua. Three Huskers in what is basically the best all-star game for high schoolers. Um did we watch it, boys? I didn't watch it. I'm going to be honest. Saw highlights, but I didn't watch the game. I watched I the watch sec. It. I watched the second half. Eli, what what did you see, buddy? I watched the first half. It was uh, it, it did not look very. I mean, Ryan was making all his throws. It looks like he's effortless dropping. He can throw a 20 yard outs. No no effort. 
but some receivers are dropping it. He had him and Carter Nelson had a good connection, so that was good to see. But it's hard to really judge those games too too heavily. Right. I saw the RPO that him and Carter had, and then they had another nice pass that they connected on, and that just that just fires you up, dude. We got two fucking guys coming in as true freshmen, and is it going to be Carter Nelson to Dylan Ryola? Are we, are we going to see that a lot? Is is he going to take over Fedoni? Do these boys have the connection that might break the internet, the world, the college football landscape? Dude, I I can see it now. I mean, we're on after we win the championship this year. Obviously, when they're freshmen, but like when they're when they're juniors and seniors, and they've been doing it for a few years, and it's just like they're like they're like the um, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes of the NCAA. That's exactly what I see in the future. Yeah, you're gonna see those boys on every poster. Every kid in the state of Nebraska is gonna have a Dylan Riola, Carter Nelson, freaking poster in the room. I'm gonna have one too. I'm gonna have two so that I can spank on one of them. Maybe not. PMI, but we might do that. And I'll <laughs> I'll give you guys one too. Um so that's pretty hype. I think that Dylan Riola got co Would you give Riola a blowjob for a national championship next year? Ooh. I mean he's 18 no. and I'm 26. I'm gonna say no. No, and it's also <laughs> kind of, it's it's also kind of the thing, you know, Anton's a drummer for a band Liquid Chicken. Would you suck a penis? To be the best drummer in the world, no, because it's not necessary. With it's going to happen regardless, right? With right. the practice that Raiola does, and under Matt Rule, he's going to coach this man and and Glenn Thomas. They're going to they're going to put him up there, and I don't even need to suck his dick. I don't even need to do that. <laughs> so the penis sucking would just be kind of a time capsule into the near future. It would just quicken the process of what's going to happen. Anyways, it's gonna happen okay. quicker than you. I just wanted to clear. Or it'd be cool if you could be like, "Oh yeah, the guy that won the national championship, I sucked his dick." That could be cool. <laughs> Who are you gonna tell that to? Uh, I would almost keep it under wraps. Like I would have to be like, "Yeah, we'll do this if we can win the national championship," but I'm not telling anybody about this. Well, that's like the whole old adage: like, would you rather fuck a goat and nobody knows, or would you rather not fuck a goat but everybody thinks you did? Ooh, are you Just fucking the goat? Out goat for Riola. I think I'm. I th- if uh, what do you think? You definitely you fucked a goat. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you fucked the goat. You just you get blacked out and then you fuck the goat because you don't even know that it happened. It's worse if everybody thinks you did, then they think you're a fucking freak. But if you are a freak, but nobody knows that, then it's like, all right, nobody yeah. knows. Right, that's that's true. <clears throat> Tell anyway. us what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk ball. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys Would you guys rather have Nebraska win a championship, but nobody knows? Or would you rather have Nebraska not win a championship, but everyone thinks you did? That one. That's the one I want. The second one. Hmm. Everyone thinks we did. We just got the cloud of wind. But you know that they didn't. But everyone thinks you did. I don't give a shit. I'm taking number two because all the recruits are coming. All the recruits are going to win another one. And I just told everybody, I'd be like, when's the last time I won won a national championship? Never. Nebraska just did, huh? True. (laughs) Boom. Um. All right, boys. Well, uh, let's uh, turn it over here. Actually, Eddie, one thing. I, w- I went back and I listened to one of our earliest pods, and I, I remembered that we did actually do Big Ten record predictions at the start of the season. And uh, 
we didn't do too bad. I went ten and four with the over unders. You went seven and seven. Really, not, not bad. The Shockers were was uh, Northwestern. Northwestern. They were we had them under we had them under three and a half wins. They had eight. Um, and then the other big one was some other fucking oh yeah Wisconsin. We actually I predicted them under and they went under. You said over on that one though, unfortunately. There was right. theirs was eight and a half was their line. Very interesting. Um, let's I mean let's start. Do we want to start from the top or the bottom? I think that we could maybe number one obviously is Michigan national uh-huh. championship winners. You can't argue with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the bottom, let's go to the bottom now. I mean, yep. Aaron's kind of got the guys in red, the underperforming teams this year is going to be uh, Indiana, Michigan state, Minnesota, and Illinois. Um, out of those four teams, who do you think deserves last place? Gotta be Indiana. Yeah. Fired their coach. Uh, they didn't really gain any news at all. Nobody knew about Indiana this year. They they played like dog shit. I don't even know if they – did they win two, three games? How many games did they win? I'm checking right now. I think they won two games. Yeah, that's not good. Three Indiana, games. The, three games. That's the kind of the team you didn't even hear about. Uh, behind them, I'm either going to go Michigan State or Illinois, I feel like. Yeah. You gotta go Michigan State because the scandals and all that stuff. So just the program's on a downfall. Hmm. Right. I kind of feel like Mel Tucker trying to grope a staff lady. That's not the best thing. And it could have been a lot different season if that didn't happen. I mean, Mel Tucker, once he got fired, things kind of went to the shitter. They beat Nebraska. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I think we I think for that reason we put Illinois 13 and then we put Michigan State 12 because Michigan State beat us and Illinois didn't. Yeah, I think we got to do that. And then Minnesota, even though they went 5 and 7, made a bowl game, played Bowling Green and won. So we we probably put them up there as well. What about Purdue? So we have 14 Indiana. We have 13 Michigan State. 11 Illinois and then Minnesota at 12. But do you think we could fit Purdue in there? Maybe. I mean, what, what did, did Purdue go to a bowl game this year? No, Purdue went four and eight. Purdue, effort to me, Purdue just kind of was a salty bunch. They played hard. They had a higher defensive rank and offensive rank than those other schools. So I kind of put them at the bottom of that third tier. Yeah. And it was a first-year head coach. I feel like those other teams have had coaches for a while, so they, they kind of overperform while those other teams were just shit that makes com- sense. comparatively. That makes sense. I like Purdue at number 10, I guess, right after Aaron said that. You know when you guys are in a, a group group project in class and you didn't prepare, and then you just sit around and you nod? And you where I'm at. That's kind of what you feel like. At the end, at the end, after we do these rankings, Anton, we'll get we'll get your 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 winners and your busts for the Big Ten this year. We'll hear your two cents yep. on what what you think is going on. I mean, yep. it's, it's also tough ranking the teams that really didn't even do shit. You know, it's kind of I yeah. feel like yeah. once we start getting into like Purdue, okay, and then we have Nebraska at nine, Rutgers above them, Wisconsin above them, and Northwestern 
over Wisconsin. I think that's that's pretty reasonable right there. I mean, for this season, for the 2023 season, I do think that Nebraska was it sucks, but they were the lower lower half of the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Went five and seven. Defense did not look like it. The I defense. watched every game. Defense fantastic. And all those boys are coming Quarterbacks, back. Quarterbacks, receivers fine. Quarterbacks shit. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks maybe shit. a little little better of a line. Maybe run the ball a little better. Don't don't fumble it. Yeah, well, fumbling was all from the quarterbacks. Like we, <laughs> folks, folks, we we're broken records here. But we take away that horrible quarterback play. We get a guy like say Dylan Riola. Yeah, that'd be nice in the game. Mm-hmm. And holy cow, we don't even have to suck his dick to be good. We are good. Yep. We win a, a twelve games. We go on to the playoffs. We win the national championship. It's as simple as that. And Nebraska, being the number nine team in the Big Ten. This in the 2023 season goes to the number one team just like that. That's all it takes. We need a quarterback, and we got one. Yeah, it takes a quarterback. It takes a quarterback. And um, yeah, so Nebraska at number nine, Wisconsin, Northwestern, and Rutgers here. How would you rank these guys at eight, seven, six? What do you think, Iraq? Uh, I gotta put Wisconsin. You said eight, seven, six. Yes. Wisconsin, Northwestern, and Rutgers. Rutgers, I don't know if you guys remember that Michigan game. Rutgers held in there with Michigan for a little bit, and then that pick six turned everything down. Rutgers was a surprise to me. Their Northwestern Rutgers, obviously was the biggest surprise of the conference. Yes. I think that Wisconsin, out of those three guys, is probably eight. Yeah. And then seven and six, I mean, uh, uh, Rutgers did beat Miami in a bowl game, beat them pretty well. That's true. Like they they kind of dominated that game against Miami. Um, Miami had some key guys not playing in that game, but you know, Greg Schiano and Rutgers. I think those guys though they improve drastically every year, and they're on the on their way up. I mean, it was it was Northwestern and Rutgers two three years ago. We'd be going automatically. Those guys are thirteen and fourteen, you know, and now we're talking about them being at six and seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I agree. Wisconsin's eight, the, and then Northwestern lost to Rutgers week one. So I mean, just by that head to head, that's an easy way to put Rutgers six, Northwestern seven. Yeah, but then also hats off to Northwestern. Yeah, we, Aaron and I thought they were gonna not win a game, literally win zero games, even they against. Go. They, go. they won eight games. They won eight. They won games. eight games, and they beat Utah in a bowl. Game. In a bowl game, U- yeah. Utah didn't didn't they had all their guys there? I think think i don't think a lot of guys opted out from utah i think that was one of the earlier games and they played and they won so and the the key for northwestern is i think that they played their best ball down the stretch good teams play good balls in in november like nebraska didn't do we went zero and four they went four and oh that's the difference right there in our seasons right and we beat northwestern did we played northwestern and beat them yeah yeah we beat northwestern yeah yeah but it, like we said, the best teams, they, they get better throughout the stretch, and that's something that's Nebraska something didn't do, and Northwestern did. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I got to give – I got to put Northwestern here at the sixth spot, I think. Yeah. Could did Pat Fitzgerald get fired in the middle of the season or before the season started? He got fired before the season started. So, yep. Tim Braun, I think, was their head coach or something, Braun. Yep. Tim yep. Braun. Um. Yeah, dude, he fucking went in there and he got those boys together, and that was pretty sick seeing those guys win eight games. Mm-hmm. And that's good depth for the Big Ten next year, I think. Like, they could be, you know, somebody that plays um, USC or UCLA, and they go ahead and beat them, you know? 
Yeah. Like something. Yeah. Absolutely. First year head coach wins eight games. Matt Rule, first year head coach, gets paid a hell of a lot more and doesn't win eight games. It's like we can't lie. They got something cooking. Yeah, and it just goes to sh- it just goes to show how good the Big Ten is too. I mean, like there's no letdown spots anymore. Every week no. you got a chance to to get knocked off. It's like the NFL, goddammit. Yeah, dude, Big Ten. It's a damn good conference there. Yeah. If you if you want if you want to see some good college football, you watch Big Ten football. You tune into CBS and NBC and you watch Big Ten football. And you watch the Rutgers play, and you watch them beat the piss out of Miami in the bowl game. And somebody go, Rutgers? I didn't know that the Rutgers could beat Miami. Well, they guess what they did, motherfucker. That's Big Ten football. Are there any adjustments to the – you know how teams are switching all over the place to different conferences? Yeah. What's going on? Is there anything going on here? Big Ten, we got USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington that are joining. And Where do you, where do you put them in that? Where would Ooh, we put that's a great it's, question, ooh. Anton. Great so, question. Yeah, let's let's finish out. So at four and five, we'll get back to you, Anton. That's a very good question. We'll get back. Yeah, we'll get back to one. Four and five, we got Maryland or Iowa. Now, Iowa. <laughs> <sighs> Iowa, we're talking about them at the four spot here, went 10 and two. They suck. They fucking suck, dude. They fucking suck. I mean, if they got Chubb Mahomes on at fucking quarterback, that very fucking bad. Yeah, that dude. I mean, I, mean, I think that I mean just for the sake of the rank, I think I hate to say it. Iowa's got to be four. They went to the Big Ten championship. They won ten games. Maryland's five. They're salt. They're they're a good team. High powered offense. Defense was okay. I, I mean, put, okay. Iowa played, they went 10 and 2, but the games that they lost, the the good, the best teams that they played, Penn State and Michigan, was it right? They didn't they didn't do anything against them. They scored zero points. They scored zero points against Penn State. So I'd almost put Maryland above Iowa. Just because Iowa lost the, in the th- three of the four games they lost, they scored zero points against Michigan, Penn State, and then against Tennessee in a bowl game. Right. So, I mean, these guys are kind of uh, what we just said was that the Big Ten has good teams all around, but they were not playing top tier Big Ten teams. And then when they did play, you know, top five, six, seven teams, they, they didn't look too pretty. They didn't look too hot. I mean, they only beat Nebraska by a field goal in the last second, which is absolute bullshit because Chubb yeah, Birdie. Turned over the football. I mean, so I I want to give Iowa or Maryland. I they won their bowl game, right? Or did they lose? I have no idea. Two seconds here. Maryland played. Oh fucking son of all of its updated to twenty twenty four. Let's see, Maryland. They beat Auburn, SEC team. They, they won their bowl game. And, yeah, they didn't go to the Big Ten Championship, but they're in the Big Ten East with the top three teams in the Big Ten, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. So you can't tell me that if Maryland was in the Big Ten West, they wouldn't be going to the Big Ten Championship. I like that logic. That's kind of what I think, too. Yeah, right, right when I looked at this list, I thought, Iowa fucking sucks. Maryland was pretty good. Yeah, that was my initial thought. That's what I think so too, man. 
I, I like I like Maryland at four, Iowa at five. If anybody has qualms with that, go ahead and give us your take. I hate to say it, but Iowa got a 10-win season, and they probably should have had 11 if that punt return didn't get called back for a touchdown. That's 11-win season. So I, I, just, I hate them, but you got to put them above Maryland, just in my personal opinion. Okay. I think it's a toss-up. I mean, based off of resumes – Maryland has a better resume and strength of schedule, strength of record. So that's what I feel like I have to go off on too. Like I would just won the game, like just had a better record. At some point I feel like that just has to be what it comes down to is like, what what's the record strength of schedule? I mean, granted their office fucking sucked, but their defense was good and their special teams was elite. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's also kind of thing too. Like at the end of the day, if, you, if you're winning football games, it really doesn't matter the, how, how it came to be. You won 10 games. And you can't argue with with a record ten and two, unless right. you want to get really uh, really picky, which we are because I fucking hate Iowa. Yeah, that's it. I was about to say too is if we were saying the same thing about Nebraska and Maryland, we'd we'd give Nebraska the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying as well, and if they had the same record as Iowa, and all the shit was equal. Yeah. So let's go. Michigan won. We already we already established that no brainer. Two and three, Ohio State or Penn State. Penn State uh, lost the outright game against them. Ohio State beat them in Columbus. Um, Ohio State lost to Michigan. Penn State lost to Michigan as well. I think we, I think, plain and simple, you put Ohio State as number two and Penn State three. Yeah. Just with yeah, that, they, they all played each other, and that's how it went down. Yeah, it's easy to get there. These these three teams at the beginning of next season, though, where do you put? Do you put Michigan? I I think Ohio State at number one. Ohio State in yeah. these past couple of weeks, they have all the transfers in the fucking world. Julian saying uh, quarterback just decommitted for from he's going from Alabama now to Ohio State. They got Quinshawn Judkins. Um, old misses running back who had a thousand yards. Travion Henderson is staying. Mm-hmm. They got wide receivers coming back besides Marvin Harrison. He's going. They got a couple him. other Alabama transfers too. I saw them. Yeah, they got Alabama center. Um, and I pretty much just like Nebraska, all of their defense is coming back. Well, and they got the freshman All American from Alabama too, Caleb Downs. Do, so Anton, do you uh, want do you want us to rank? Washington, Oregon, UCLA, USC, as in 2023 or as in next year? Next year. That was my that was my thought when I looked at this because I remember talking with Eddie about the changes coming to the to the Big Ten. Because I mean, yeah, where those got those are some good teams now. I think I think uh, I think USC and UCLA will kind of be at the top of that third tier, the bottom of the second tier. I think I don't think that they're going to win anything next year in terms of like a championship. I think Washington's going to be worse, a lot, a lot worse this year. Obviously, they're losing their coach, losing like a lot of guys, a quarterback. They're probably going to be at the bottom of the blue tier because they just play a different brand of football. I think Oregon is going to be the one out of all of those additions that's going to have the most success. They'll probably be like right up there with like Iowa, maybe Penn State. I agree too. I I think that Dan Lanning, you know, he probably was the front runner to get that Alabama job, and he said, "No, I got all the tools I need to win at Oregon," and he's staying there, riding with the Ducks. 
So I, I think that Oregon next year is going to be a pretty damn good football team. Washington lost their coach. They got Arizona's coach, but I, I, I don't know about all about. Where did Washington's coach go? Alabama. Oh, shit. Yep, Saban was retired. Yeah, he's retarded. <laughs> Would you agree with what I said, Eli, or what's your opinion on the, the addition of the next four? I, I agree. Washington's going to take a big hit. I could even see their program taking a big hit just in general. Like They might not come be on that stage ever again. Are they um, 2.0? I believe so. I really do think so. Yeah. I really do. Especially coming to the Big Ten, they're going to get big boy. Like you said, it's Big Ten football. And then Oregon, I think they got a real chance of winning the Big Ten next year. They could come in and win the whole thing because they got all that Nike money in the mm-hmm. Big Ten. They like playing Big Ten, Big Ten football. USC, it'll be interesting because that coach, that coach is solid. But losing Caleb Williams, we'll see. And then UCLA, I could see them also just being like a Rutgers middle of the pack. I think UCLA might be better than USC next year in the Big Ten because, I mean, look at the USC after they lost one, two games, and they just look like shit in the trenches. Their defense sucks, and I, I think USC, UCLA, excuse me, is better about that in terms of, like, establishing the run game. Chip Kelly is kind of more of, like, he knows he knows football. He, he kind of has a nice mix between the air raid and, and old-school run-the-ball type shit from the NFL, so I think UCLA will be better than USC next year. I, I don't know, Aaron, because – I think that USC is doing a better job in the offseason. They stole UCLA's defensive coordinator. So he Damn. Just went, they just went down 30 minutes outside Fuck. of town. And, like, that's just so weird, dude. Jumping ship from literally 30 minutes away to coach for your rival school. Kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked Some up. money. Yeah, it's money. It's money. It's, it's a business at the end of the day. But uh, I, I – USC, man, I think that they got more money and more, like, brand power than UCLA does. And, I mean, unless – I don't know. And I can't and I can't wait for the podcast a month before the season starts and we rank – and we rank this shit again, dude, for 2024. Oh, I fucking can't <laughs> wait, dude. That'll be sick. It's going to be – it's going to be interesting. Um, I So, I think the top – two three teams next year is going to be ohio state oregon those guys tied for one and two and then nebraska at yeah. three yep obviously just with with our off season and what we've had and what we're going to be we're going to beat the piss out of everybody that comes into lincoln we might go into fuck around going to columbus and uh, I, I i actually placed a bet uh yesterday mm-hmm. boys with uh some one of our friends of not the program but a friend of mine and anton's um, he bet me fifteen hundred dollars uh, <laughs> plus plus twenty seven and a half Nebraska versus Ohio State in Columbus, and I shook on that. Mm-hmm. We can beat those guys by by three touchdowns, right? By four, t- or we can you can lose to them we by. Can, we can I'm not lose. saying we gotta beat them. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we could lose to them. We're we're, we're not gonna lose by four touchdowns. No, we at the end of the day, we we play we get paid to play fucking football too, dude. We're not gonna lose by four touchdowns. No, no. Our defense yeah. is going to be solid. Like, no joking around. We might have the best defense in Big Ten football next year. Yeah, they're going to be a scary group of guys. Yeah, they really do. They're, they're 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 playing black shirt football, and they're going to just keep on playing more black shirt football, and they're going to excel. Second year in Tony White's system, everybody's more familiar. Watch out. Right. Right. I agree with you completely. Before we get into conference talk, I got a question for Anton. I I totally forgot yeah. about this. You went to a Husker football game this year. You haven't been on Husker Hype Radio. I talked about this yet, right? 
Nope, that was that was my first Husker game. We went to Colorado. Uh, Colorado. We went to Boulder. Tell us about your experience. We almost got in a couple scuffs. Yeah, How was it? Uh, I learned that Boulder males have, have the the smallest average penis of any city in in the United States. Uh, just through their actions, uh, they have small penises. Uh, but you know, it felt pretty prideful being a Cornhusker fan at that moment. Just the hate coming on. And you know what? Who do we play? We play him. We play him next year in Lincoln. We play him next year. We play him next year. And where do we play him? In Lincoln. Yeah. And talk about you're coming. Talk about just oh, and I'm coming. Just what like you thought about like Husker fans as a whole, us kind of basically invading that spot and yelling, you know, go Big Red and not fuck Colorado, but go Big Red. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, it just shows. So, uh, it just shows. You know, you care about the football. You don't care about the people you're playing against. Yeah, we want our team to succeed. We're not trying to bring anybody else down. We want to, at the end of the day, we want a good football yep. game. We want Nebraska to win, of course, but we're going to stick together in all kinds of weather for dear old Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. I want to. I want to break uh, their program. I I really do want to see their program just downfall to the bottom. So I am a little different in that sense. Yeah, Nebraska. No, fuck no, <laughs> Dion. Dion, everybody's shocking on his old slang over the, Col- the Colorado Dion's. <laughs> yes, those Dion's. Well, well, Iraq, you're I, you're probably going to be at that game in Lincoln, right? I mean, Husker uh, Radio is going to yeah. be in Lincoln versus Colorado. We didn't have all those Dion's back in my day. I mean, I feel like <laughs> it's going to be a little hard for uh, Iraq to contain himself. He, he might, it's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah, Iraq might be a problem in Lincoln, folks. Watch out. Eli. If you see a if you see a guy wearing a bleed red shit corn t shirt, I might be. There's, there's gonna be thousands of us by then. But what do you mean? Yeah, true. He might <laughs> not even. Be, he might just be bleeding red and shitting corn without the shirt on. Yeah, I'm. I should just that, get a. I should get a diaper and just put a fuckload of corn in it and just walk around with just a diaper on and just be like <laughs> shitting corn. <laughs> that would be actually amazing. Yeah, you, you might not get let into the stadium with that. I'd be like, "What? Dude, you wear a... shorts and you throw away the shorts." Yeah, true. Yeah, true. All right, we got seven minutes left. Conference talk. We're power ranking the conferences. What do you want to start at five? Let's start at five. Let's start at five. I think that it goes between the Big Twelve and the ACC. Um, Big Twelve did have a college football playoff team in their Texas. ACC had Florida State, who. A lot of people thought should have been in the playoffs, but with Jordan Travis out, they kicked him out. Um, what do you think? Four or five, Big 12 or ACC? Starting at the five spot. It's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm probably going to have to go just Big 12 over ACC just because of – I don't only want to say depth, but I guess – Fuck. I talked myself out of it right there. ACC over Big 12 because of depth in their program. Clemson, they had a bad start, but came back pretty strong. They got Louisville. Florida State might have – they could have a chance of winning it if their team would have stayed healthy. Right. Right. And Texas, they kind of – I don't know if they – if any – there was a lot of matchups this year against Big 12 and ACC in the regular season. But I kind of like – ACC over the Big 12, even though that Texas was in the playoffs. The ACC with... Oklahoma State was pretty solid. They were. 
they were. But whenever you say Oklahoma State's the second best team in a conference, you're just like, what the fuck, dude? They, they, they. I mean, it's just Oklahoma State. I, I did actually. (laughs) I personally did have the Big Twelve ranked fourth and the ACC, uh, fifth, just because what Iraq was alluding to a little bit. I feel like just the Big Twelve has like five or six teams that are good. They had five ranked teams at the end of the year. The ACC had two. I don't know. I feel like just head to head, I like the Big Twelve more. That was just on my balls. That was my balls talking. Yeah, never let your balls talk, brother. Nah. Unless it's Saturday night. <laughs> um. All right. Three other conferences here. We got the Pac-12, which is no longer last year. The Pac-12, SEC, and Big Ten. And folks, I gotta say, Pac-12 for their last season, probably maybe the best. Pac-12 football season of all time, dare I say. Mm-hmm. Yep. They they played good. They had Washington, Oregon, Arizona, who was really good at the end of the season. Oregon State, who was good at the end of the season as well, in the middle of the season. And then Utah and USC. I almost want to put those guys... It's very close. Two and three SEC and Pac-12. I got to put SEC two. Yeah, I got SEC two, Pac-12, number three. Just because when you say Georgia, Alabama, Missouri had a breakout year, Tennessee was good, Ole Miss was good, LSU had a Heisman winner. Yeah, and and Ole Miss is going to be really good next year too. Um, Missouri, like you said, Aaron, played – they're pretty damn good. Um, Just – I guess Pac-12, I'm just saying Washington and Oregon. Yeah, Basically. it's because Washington, like, Oregon held them up for sure. Yeah, yeah, and Arizona they they played pretty good at the at the end of the year, but um, yeah, I think SEC just they they got to be above the Pac twelve, right? Yeah, and then of course yeah. the best conference in the nation, the Big Tw- the Big Ten, national champions all around, is best conference, Big Ten. Yeah, Michigan national championship winners, Ohio State. Pretty good, even. Um, I mean, they lost to Missouri in the bowl game, but they had no players that were playing, which yeah. that needs to change, man. And if you're that needs somehow, they need to not let that happen. Is letting players opt out like that for the bowl game? It just looks so bad, so dumb. It's so dumb, and it's I just can't like being you know it's the last game that you play with your brothers, and you go, I'm gonna watch from the sidelines with sweatpants on. I don't get why people would even show up. Just like, if you're not going to fucking play, if I was a coach, I'd be like, yeah, you did a lot of great stuff for us, but like, you're like, you're not playing the game that matters what we played the whole season for. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right. And I think with NIL, maybe there should be like, they should be able to sign some contracts for something where it's like, Hey, I'm giving you this money, dude. You're getting a scholarship playing the fucking bowl game, you know? Yeah. And at least, at least mitigate like the transfer portal stuff because the portal shouldn't be entering when the season's still open or still happening. It's like that that would prevent a lot of it. I feel like because if the portal wasn't open, I mean they're not gonna there'll be less of it. I guess. Yeah. Because if I'm a coach and I'm like, "Fuck, you choose to not play the bowl game because of whatever reason." Yeah, yeah. Some guys will fall through the cracks and it'll be fine for them because they're so good. But for a lot of guys, it's like you didn't want to. I don't know. I feel like it'll look bad. I agree. I, I agree with that. I heard Nick Saban talking about that thing where programs, if you're at a big time time level, like they had Bryce Young and Will Anderson two years ago, 
or maybe it was last year, but they have they have insurance, so they can offer players insurance, so that if they do get hurt, they can pay for the difference in where they get drafted and where projected to get drafted. But also, I agree with the fifth to seventh rounders, or even fourth, third to seventh rounders. That's an opportunity to play one of the best teams that you might play all season to get your draft rank to go up. So it's it depends on how you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's basically just kind of like a, a new age thing where it's like, dude, really the last game of the season and you don't go out and play there with your brothers, you know? Like the whole it's all year, about money. You, you got your your Florida playing Georgia State or playing Georgia, Florida State playing Georgia and terrible. You could be, hey, um, maybe we show the country why we should get left, why we should go to the playoffs, but instead you don't play and get your fucking ass kicked and you go, maybe Florida State shouldn't have been in the playoffs. You know? Yeah, because they just gave the committee like that. Their their fucking dicks were so hard when they saw Florida State lose. They're like, "Oh yeah, I told you we were right." And it's like, "No, right. f- the committee fucking sucks. No one likes a committee." Right. Yeah, I was about to say this. You guys think about how the playoffs work. I don't know football that well. I watch it. Basically, however, like the rules are written, I guess the committee can really like. There's a big room for like judgment, like personal judgment, like back no, in the. I'm be- saying, do you like that? No, I don't like it. I think the BCS was better because it was kind of like a computer strength of schedule thing. And now it's just kind of based on like how you feel. I don't know. I think that the committee will be better with 12 teams because they have more room for error and they can, you know, like somebody can be good and still be in the playoffs, not be a high seed, but earn their way to the top. So I think that will be good. I think it will change with 12 teams. Yeah, you're right. I think the committee did a good job this year. Those those playoff matchups are pretty damn solid. That's true, and both both playoff games were won by on the last play, and the national championship game wasn't as good. But I mean, you know, you can't better than the NFL playoffs this year. Yeah, you know, a lot of fucking shit games in the NFL. Um, so there it is, folks. Big Ten number one, SEC number two, Pac twelve three, Big twelve four, ACC five. Guys, that was another episode of the Husker Hype Radio podcast with Eddie Rosenthal here, Aaron Forsfold, Dr. E-Rock, and our friend Anton Kareth. Yep. 